Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, hey, Waffle Gang. I do hope you're well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more relationship stories. And if you do love a Reddit story, why not consider hitting that like, subscribe, maybe that notification bell too, or head on over to mark-narrations.com and pick out your favorite podcast over there and listen from there. Once again, thank you so much for listening and let's crack on with today's first stories. Much love, guys. So today's first story comes from a throwaway account titled, just found out my husband invited another woman over to spend the night while I'm away on business. How to proceed. Long time lurker, first time poster, throw away for obvious reasons. I-24 female, leave on a flight in three hours for a five day business trip. My husband, 28 male, is currently sleeping and I'm finishing packing. A text message popped up on his phone saying, yeah, I'd love to spend the night, that'd make things so much easier. It was from a friend, 18 female, of his who we've had disagreements over before. Mostly because he doesn't feel the need to tell me anything about her, when they hang out, etc. Which he does on his own for all of his male friends. He has a number of female friends and I really don't mind. They're good people and there seems to be boundaries in place. Not with this girl though. Texts from her frequently pop up throughout the day and as late as 1 and 2 in the morning. I'll admit, curiosity got the better of me and I read their previous few messages. He invited her over to go on a day trip with him to his favorite place to smoke weed. It's her first time. He then invited her to stay the night before so they could get an early start the next day. Thing is, as we're going to bed last night, I asked him what his plans were while I was gone. He usually makes an effort to do something fun for himself and, and to get one big honeydew item taken care of. When we were talking about my trip last night, he was very detailed in his plans down to what he'd be doing each day, which was unusual. But he made no mention of this girl and made it sound as though he was making the drive alone. When I suggested he hang out with one of his friends, he said, I don't know, I think I could use a quiet weekend in. I'm freaking out a bit. We have been having some trouble and I saw in their messages that he's been talking to her about it a lot. I get needing to have a friend to talk to, but He's always telling me he doesn't want his friends to think poorly of me. Yet from their messages, she obviously does. Reddit, what do I do? How do I handle this? And we do have edits which reply to the comments and then updates as well. And instantly to me, whilst reading this, it feels like, you know, he's going to cheat or he already has cheated one or the other. I'm not sure how long he's been in contact with this girl for. He's told you when you asked him about his plans, I don't know, I think I could use a quiet weekend in. And you know for a fact that's not what he's doing. So he's hiding this information from you. So I think the only thing you can do is confront him or or if you don't, something is going to happen. And I think it just drives you crazy just thinking about what he could be up to or what he is up to. 
But Lachey says you either confront him now, which may not be the best idea as you don't know what's what, but you may not want to due to being emotional right now. So you could leave a note or, or anything you'll be able to tell has been moved under the duvet of the spare bedroom. When you come home and confront him, he will say she slept in the spare bedroom and you'll be able to prove otherwise. Or when she's there, they will see the note and they will stew until you are back. The point isn't how you know she's coming over. And honestly, you don't even need to mention how you know. Simply that you do know. The problem is the communication and the lies and manipulation and the gaslighting, which is something it sounds like you've been struggling with for ages. Opie replies then, I just cried reading the end of your comment. I've been struggling for ages. I feel like I'm the crazy, manipulative, controlling one because that's what he tells me, even though I know that's not who I am. I feel like I don't know which way is up anymore. I like the note idea. Unfortunately, our spare bedroom is used as our office and the other bedroom is a staging area while we pack up our stuff to move. So it's either our bed, which he mentioned, or the couch. Gladly, Sis replies to OP and says, who cares how you found out? He's gaslighting you and treating you like shit by carrying on with these friendships. This is beyond salvation. There is a history of this behavior which has been overlooked or downplayed in the past. He's 28, sneaking around with an 18-year-old girl who he talks shit about you with. This girl has an opinion about you. No, you need to be direct and decisive. You need to value yourself enough to say enough. If he won't respect you, you need to respect yourself enough to not tolerate this behavior. You are better than this. You deserve better than this. And you will never find happiness if you are busy trying to hem and haul your way around this. Big Iron H says, wake his ass up and have a confrontation. You can't let him lie to you like that. Even if he doesn't plan on cheating on you with her, this sets a dangerous standard. If you ever want to be told the truth again, I would definitely be talking to him about it before you leave. Fuibi says your husband is pushing 30 and having sleepovers with a teenage girl and teaching her how to smoke weed. He's a fucking loser. Wake his ass up and ask him again his plans this weekend. Tell him he has one chance to tell you the truth. Then tell him he had better find another place to live by the time you come back. Maybe his new friend's parents will let him sleep on their couch. And one more from No Nonsense who says your relationship is very bizarre. It's not normal for your husband to have all these female friends especially one that is 18 years old. He's 10 years older. That's a big difference, especially with her being so young and immature. You need to have a conversation about what acceptable boundaries you want in your relationship. Him lying to you about this weekend is a huge red flag. It is not normal for a husband to have a woman friend sleep over when his wife is not home. Eventually, what's going to happen is he's going to sleep with this woman if he hasn't already. You play too close to the flame, eventually you're gonna get burned. OP then edited the post which said, I should mention that he's had a history of hiding behavior with women from me. Thing is, I'm really easygoing and whenever he tells me so-and-so is coming over, I'm the one who brings him snacks for them. Yet he's also lied about talking with a female co-worker about sex, very late at night, and sharing a bed with someone he used to hook up with, to name a few. I feel so stupid. Edit 2. Any advice for bringing this up? Part of me wants to confront him before I go. We had a really great, I thought, conversation last night where he decided to take this time apart to figure out what our marriage needs and what each of us needs individually so we can make things work. Apparently, he needs her. The other half of me wants to wait until I know she's there and ask him what's up. I'm not really sure what to do. 
I've never been in this position before. OP then updated their post which said, First off, I just want to thank everyone for being patient while I sort this shit out. As I mentioned in my previous post, I left on a business trip and had actual work to do. I also managed to get my account banned from relationship advice because I suck at Reddit, but thanks to the helpful mods who helped me get verified. I made the original post on very little sleep and in a very bad headspace and honestly I never thought my post would get as much attention as it did. While I read through as many of the comments as I could, I needed a few days to sort through my own thoughts. Because this situation may be entertainment to you but it's my real life and has real lasting consequences that I have to live with. There's a lot of backstory that's necessary to truly understand the state of our union. So rather than post multiple updates, I've broken it up into sections. Feel free to skip over what you're not interested in and skim what you are. The confrontation. Thank you to those who has responded in the early hours. It was 1.30 a.m. when I posted and I'd gotten a whopping three hours of sleep. Needless to say, I was not in the best headspace. Someone gave the advice to tell him, I'm hurt and disappointed. I'm leaving. You need to fix this. Someone else said to tell him that it doesn't matter how I found out. What matters is that it happened. Thank you for that too. Both those comments really stuck with me and I lay in bed waiting for him to wake up, typing out how I would respond to whatever direction our conversation took. Quick side note, we've been together for four years and other women have been a constant problem in our relationship. He and many people close to him and me all say he's not the guy to cheat. He's flirty but he'd never cheat. He's a long-term relationship guy and loyal to the core. That being said, He's had a history of withholding information from me because he thinks it'll make me mad and he doesn't want me to be upset with him. I'm a pretty chill person and honestly wouldn't have cared if he'd asked this girl over and told me about it. In the past, I haven't handled him lying to me very well, hence wanting to have a plan. While I was waiting for him to wake up, I did something I'm not very proud of. For I know he'd lied to me and I wanted to have proof of the things he told me about her moving forward especially where I'd be gone. And she was supposed to be spending the night. I set up his iMessages to come to my iPad. I know all his passwords, so I deleted the email alerts and I just added his phone number. I'm not proud of it, but I didn't have cameras at home and needed to know whether he was telling me the truth while I was gone. He woke up and I decided to give him one last chance as I was gathering my things. I asked him what he had planned while I was gone. He gave a very detailed report of his daily plans, casually leaving out anything about this girl staying the night or going to Colorado with him. I was so livid because just the night before, we got into a pretty big fight where he said, and you don't trust me. I've done nothing, nothing to deserve it, but you still treat me like I'm sneaking around. That hurt because we've been going to therapy and I thought I've been doing really well at giving him the benefit of the doubt. I used to check his phone because of the earlier problems we'd had, but haven't done in months. It made me feel crazy and ashamed at the time, and now here I was, standing in our bedroom, watching my husband lie to me through his teeth. I said, I know you're lying to me. I know you're not going to Colorado alone. And I know you invited a fucking 18-year-old to spend the night in bed. And then I just waited, the silence heavy. He took a deep breath and said he had two questions. One, how did I know? It doesn't matter, I know. Two, did I know during our conversation last night? Quick side note, we've been having a lot of problems lately. We both have mental illnesses which are sometimes exasperated by the others. He has ADHD, depression and PTSD. 
and I'm starting to wonder maybe bipolar of some sort. I have PTSD, anxiety, and a number of health issues. And he's not very good at controlling his anger. Nothing more physical than throwing things or punching walls, but it is absolutely verbal and emotional abuse. I wasn't sure if it was before, but after a recent fight we had in which I asked him to stop screaming at me so I could finish packing, he said, you can multitask. Yeah, I realize he sounds like a shit person and when he's in that headspace, he is. It's very much a Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde situation. And when he's kind and calm, he's the sweetest, most loving person I've met. And that's who I fell in love with. I care for him, even at the same time as I know that I don't deserve him. So the night before, we had a very heartfelt, emotional talk in which I told him I wanted him to be happy. I could tell he wasn't and that I thought he should go home, several thousand miles away, for a few months to figure himself out. I told him I would be his biggest cheerleader and that if we ended up staying together or divorcing, I would always love him and he would always be my family. We've been through some shit, both together and separately, and we were both sobbing by the end of it. Here's the kicker. I told him that if he needed another woman to make him happy, I would let him go and support him as a friend. End of side note. As a result, I was probably pretty harsh in my response and said no. I didn't know during our conversation last night and now I feel like an idiot. Like my husband has been fucking a teenager and I just gave him my blessing. He tried to get defensive and said that it's not like that. I got really quiet and said, you're a very smart man. If you can't see that girl wants to get in your pants, you're a fucking idiot. She texts you about her taking bubble baths and you fucking telling her about all our problems. Her, when you won't even talk about me with most of your friends. You're telling an 18-year-old about all of our problems. He said he would cancel his plans with her and I said, I'm not making that decision. You are. I honestly don't know how you can fix this. I don't. I don't care if you go out with her at this point, but I'm leaving I'm hurt and disappointed and you need to figure out where your priorities are because right now your priority isn't your wife it's your 18 year old crush he kept saying he should have told me but that he didn't want me to make him feel guilty for wanting to hang out with his friend and that I should have known that nothing would happen I asked him if he loved her but his gut response was no of course not that's not at all what I'm looking for and said that most of the time he doesn't even like talking to her every day because she's so immature I told him he was an idiot if he thought she didn't have feelings for him. He tried to push back, but I told him I was 18 once and I liked someone who was 28. We went on a date, but when he found out I was 18, he told me he couldn't see me anymore. I said it was fine and that we could just be friends, but I still tried my hardest to get him to fall for me. He was silent after that for a long time. That was it. He drove me to the airport. He cried a lot and apologized a lot. I felt a lot of nothing heartbreak maybe but there's been so much turmoil in our relationship that i just didn't care anymore when you're ready to pop the question the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring at blue you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online choose your diamond and setting when you found the one you'll get it delivered right to your door Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. More. The fallout. We left things the way we'd planned to leave them during the heartfelt conversation the night before. We both planned to take the five days I was gone to do some soul searching and figure out what and where we needed to be happy. And when I got home, we'd talk it over and make a plan. Well, when my plane landed at my destination, and I got a text from my husband saying that he would be moved out of our house by the time I got back and that he's going home to the East Coast. He said he was sorry to leave me to manage our upcoming move on my own and that he knew I would be better off this way. He said he was taking the car so he could drive back, but that he'd leave me all of the money in our bank accounts, except what he needed for gas. He said he was sorry for keeping the information about his friend from me, but that our conversation last night had meant so much to him and had been such a high point of our relationship that to wake up and be accused of cheating was a low point that he could not turn back from. He said he didn't know how to make me believe that his intentions were nothing other than company on the drive with his friend, but that it didn't matter and he would leave me alone. I've never felt that angry, hurt or desperate before. I was coordinating the travel of more than a dozen other people who were on the flight with me and it felt like all the wind had been knocked out of me. I wanted to sob and scream but I couldn't because I was surrounded by people I was supposed to be responsible for. I tried my hardest to gain composure but a few tears slipped out and, and I just focused on my breathing. If I'm being honest, I'm not proud of my response. I basically begged him to stay. I'd left feeling like if he needed to leave and we didn't stay together, it would be okay. But knowing that I'd be returning home to an empty house, not getting to say goodbye and that he was ending things over a text after four years together was just too much for me. I sounded like a child. I said I needed him, that he was making a stupid mistake, that I deserved more than ending our marriage over text. All the cliches. It was bad, but he was determined to leave. And I had to get over a dozen people to our final destination, so I couldn't keep messaging him. About an hour later, I got a text that he would at least be staying until I got back because of our dogs. Nobody could watch them, so he'd stay until I was home and then he'd go. We planned on having a phone call that night to talk over the specifics, but it never happened. I was too busy and physically slash emotionally exhausted. I know from his text coming to my iPad, but also from him telling me, that he cancelled with the girl. I know that he also invited her over, which was partly my doing with the texts I was getting. I didn't want him to be alone, regardless of if he fucked her. Then there would be no question. I know that he called his best friend and talked to him about everything for an hour and a half, which was very good. He's a phenomenal human being and has a great marriage slash advice. Husband seemed more calm and level-headed after that call. He said he would take the rest of the week to think things through like we planned. We didn't talk much. He texts me every day and I sometimes responded. The week went by quickly and I realized I didn't want to go home. I'm not sure if that's because of all the drama and chaos that was waiting there or if it's because I no longer wanted to be married to my husband. I don't know a lot of things anymore and I'm trying to take each day one at a time. I had a small panic attack as he was about to pick me up. 
I've had worse, but I sat outside at passenger pickup trying to breathe oxygen that wasn't there and wiped tears from my eyes. Maybe it was the anticipation of not knowing what would happen or where we'd stand. I don't know. But when he hugged me, he got all emotional that I was home and I just felt so far away. You know how when you hug someone intimately, it feels like your souls are hugging? It felt nothing like that, which was new. It felt like hugging a stranger. So yeah, now I'm home. My flight was delayed, so we both just crashed into bed as soon as we got back. I was asleep when he left for work. So we haven't talked about anything, but I'm expecting we will tonight, and I'll post an update then. I know you may be looking for more resolution, and I wish I had it. I don't even know what I want to do yet. Part of me is ready to leave, to be done, to move on with my life. I'd want to take a good chunk of time and work on myself, but then I'd want to find someone who is transparent with me and who understands and accepts the many parts of me that may be inconvenient, but are still me. Part of me wants to give him one more chance, one more opportunity to get his anger under control, communicate well and make things work. To you reading this, it may seem black and white, but to me, living it is anything but. I spent nearly every day with this man for four years. We've lived together for two and a half. We have two dogs, a house, a life. It's hard to just throw all that away, even if it's what ends up being best for both of us. But that's not a decision I'm willing to make lightly or on a whim. Since I left, he's been much better at following a routine, and he hasn't texted a girl at all. He did say that she instant messaged him at work, and that they talked there for a bit. I appreciated the honesty, but not knowing what they talked about has me nervous. If we do stay together, there's a lot of work that will need to be done. I told him he can kiss me on the cheek, but for right now, I can't be vulnerable or open with him, or trust him at all. Because of the anger stuff and the things he said to me during that fight. It'll take a lot of time and patience and I don't know if he's willing to give it. If you want me to read and consider your comment, please don't throw him under the bus. He's absolutely no wrong in this situation, but he's also been through a lot. And I understand his behavior, even if I don't excuse it. He is not a piece of shit, even if he may be acting like one. Edit. Forgot to add that while I was gone, I saw messages from them on my iPad in which she admitted that Yesterday, when you asked me about your hair, I got nervous because I'd rather avoid the confrontation of this conversation. I've just thought about certain things that completely crossed the line of being friends and I didn't want to put myself in a situation that I might not get out of, if that makes sense. I don't know if that does. I just didn't want to get myself in a tempting situation, so I needed to put up a wall. I'm going to do some climbing. He responded, that makes complete sense. I really understand. I knew I shouldn't ask. That has always just been a very comforting action for me. And I just wasn't giving into my sadness, but I admire you for doing what was best for you. I really hope you have a fun time today. When I got back and asked what he did while I was gone, I said, I really appreciate how you've been so open about things with her, even when they've been uncomfortable. It makes me feel like I can start to trust you again. And then he told me all of that on his own. Basically, he loves getting his head scratched when he's stressed or upset and asked her to do that and and this conversation ensued. He didn't know that I knew about it, so it was nice that he showed some fucking transparency for once. Update. Okay, so I've heard everyone loud and clear. I just spent six hours in bed reading responses and bawling my eyes out. You were right, every single one of you. He doesn't want a strong, independent woman, and that's what I need to be. I just got off the phone with my mum, who is an incredibly religious person, and I assumed would be unsupportive of a divorce. 
but she said almost verbatim some of the same things you guys said. We made an exit plan, both for worst case and best case scenario. And I'll be talking to him tonight when he gets home. In the meantime, I'm going to get coffee with my friend and try to calm down a bit. I've been putting myself second for so long that I deserve a bit of self-care. Before you freak out, I never unpacked last night. If I need to leave tonight, I'll have nine people who have volunteered to be on call to help me move or be emotional support or whatever I need. And all my valuables are already packed. So then OP went on to their final update, which says thank you to everyone who has commented on my last two posts. I haven't been able to respond to everyone. And I'm still working through all the comments, but the advice, stories and love you shared have been overwhelming and absolutely needed. Thank you. Even the people calling me names and calling me out for not being stronger. Thank you. It hurt to come to the realization that we can't move forward from this. He betrayed my trust so many times that I'd need him to verify pretty much anything for a while. And that's no way for either of us to live. The fact of the matter is that we're both pretty broken and have no business being in a relationship with each other or anyone else right now. I truly don't believe he's a terrible person, but he has been a terrible partner. Like many of you said, he can be a good person and not be good for me. Last night I chickened out. I was so scared of losing him forever that I said we should just take a break and, and have him fly home and work on ourselves for a bit. There were a lot of tears, but when the conversation was over, I didn't feel better, just stuck. This morning, I realized what I'd done. I did this the last time I tried to get out of an abusive relationship and put up safeguards so I could feel comfortable leaving. My husband doesn't deserve to be led on and I don't deserve to be unable to move on. I've read through more of your messages and I can't thank you enough for all the words of comfort, encouragement and strength. The thing is, for you it's black and white. For me, my thoughts are so thoroughly clouded by emotions and history. And I have to let that all go. The best thing I can do for both of us is to give up. So this morning, I did. I told him that while we could take a break and try again, it would never work. I can never truly trust him again and he wants me to change things about myself that are things I love and have no desire to change. We've been trying so hard for so long to make things work that we're just too far gone. There were a lot of tears, but he took it well. He's agreed to a no contest divorce and we'll spend the next few days packing up our house before the lease is up at the end of the month. Some of you may come at me with pitchforks for not screwing him over or breaking up last night or leaving him to deal with the house alone. But that's okay. I'll be staying at my friend's house until my new apartment is ready and really focusing on just working on myself. I won't help him pack unless I have someone with me. Much of the stuff is mine anyway and I'd rather not leave it behind. You guys are right that my self-confidence has taken a nosedive lately. I have a lot of healing to do before I'm ready to consider love again and I have two appointments scheduled with my therapist this week. This man is not a monster in my book. He's a little boy that needs to grow up. We both made our fair share of mistakes in this relationship, but rather than feeling sorry for myself, I'm choosing to take those lessons and move on. I'm the kind of person who is very good at bouncing back. It's just the getting out that's hard. Thank you all for your help in that, and I wish him all the best and simply have no desire to harbor hate in my heart. Because I know how easy it is for manipulated, abused women to go right back, I've talked a lot with my family and close friends over the last 48 hours. I previously didn't share a lot of what was happening with them because I was embarrassed. 
Everyone always said we were the perfect couple and I was so ashamed for all the problems we had. I've informed these people that they are not to let me go back. Should it come to that in no uncertain terms? I don't think I'll get to that point, but I just want to be sure. Edit. As a side note, I shared it for me because damn, I needed the loving slap in the face that this sub so gracefully provides. I also shared it because I hope that anyone else who reads my story and sees parallels in their own life will have the strength and courage to put themselves first. If you are feeling like you need to get out, but don't feel strong enough or like it's bad enough or like you'll make it to the other side, feel free to message me. We're in this together. I love this story and it's not because of, you know, the trauma or anything that Opie's gone through, the absolute shit time that they've gone through, but the way that they share their feelings and the way that they're feeling at the time. And, you know, myself, whenever I read these stories and from the outside, I always say, you know, it's very easy for me to say such things, you know, get out of that relationship. It's absolutely toxic, all that kind of thing. It's very easy for me to say, I'm not the one who's got these feelings. I'm not the one who's having to deal with that person who spent years with this person. Of course, it's easy for me to say. And I always get people when I say this, say, oh, fucking grow up, Mark. It's, <laughs> it is easy to do this. It is easy to get out of a toxic relationship. You just need to man up or whatever. I've seen it time and time again. But I still stand by what I say. And that's not to say, you know, your opinion isn't valid. Yes, OP needed to be out of that situation for their own sake, for their own mental health. Absolutely. But sometimes it's not quite as easy of just, you know, saying... That's it. There's a lot of things, a lot of feelings, a lot of thoughts, a lot to deal with mentally to be able to get yourself into that position to actually leave. And I think Opie's last little edit slash paragraph where they said, you know, if you don't feel strong enough or it's bad enough or you'll make it to the other side. And then they said, feel free to message them. And I think talking to someone gives you, you know, that perspective that you may need in that particular situation. But what do you guys make of this story? Let me know your thoughts in the comments below. And just a huge thank you for spending your time with me today, for getting involved in the stories, for showing your love, time and support to not only me, but to everyone else down in the comments below and to whoever you are talking to at this particular moment. I think it's absolutely amazing. And um, if you do want to listen to these stories in a different format, go to mark-narrations.com where you can pick out your favorite podcast if you'd like to. It's on Spotify, Apple or the usual ones. Just search up Mark Narrations and you'll find it there or use the website, of course. And just a huge thank you once again. And hopefully I'll see you in the next one. Take care and much love. Let's go, see the sun shining from the windows Okay, I know that today will be a good day Okay, I know that today will be a good day A, B, C, one, two, three Drink some water Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby It's me, Kiki Palmer Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm.